Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. Dr. Irene Siegel joining us once again here from Centerpoint Counseling. And uh, she's from Huntington, New York, a fellow Long Islander like myself. And she's been helping so many people uh, with her psychotherapy practice. So welcome back to the show. How are you? Thank you for having me. And I'm fine. Thank you for being here with me. Great. Tell us a little bit about this integrative practice that you have. Well, many years ago, I had learned meditation. Um, I worked with Native American Indian healers in South America, in North America. I've started bringing it into my practice in terms of integrating a spiritual approach into what I do. I'm an EMDR consultant. I actually just came back from the 2023 EMDR International Association Conference where I spoke about EMDR therapy in a new paradigm, a transpersonal approach. So because of my spiritual background, my training, and my training in EMDR, I'm able to really create a very integrative process of blending the two together. And I've been speaking about it at their conferences for many years. I've been writing articles about it. I wrote a book about it, and I'd love Yay. to speak to you more about the book. <laughs> Please, thank you so much. Uh, tell us the, the name of it and, and all. Okay. Well, the book is called The Sacred Path of the Therapist, Modern Healing, Ancient Wisdom, and Client Transformation. It's published by W.W. W. Norton and Company, and I feel that this book is just coming into its own in terms of the timing because we are entering a new paradigm Things are shifting very, very quickly in our world after having been through the last three years of pandemic, political upheaval, which is still happening, financial upheaval, social racial issues coming to the surface. Our culture, our society has been in a state of trauma and it's been really a trigger for some of the earlier traumas as well. So I know in my own practice, since the pandemic, I have been extremely busy, busier than ever. And it's been amazing how people are seeking out some healing. So a few years ago, I I wondered, you know, are there other people that work the way I work? I did a study on it for my PhD. And then I wrote the book, The Sacred Path of the Therapist, because to me, it is a sacred path, both for me and my client. So someone comes into my client and we create sacred space together. We get into these deep spaces of attunement with one another and what I call spiritual resonance. And that spiritual resonance is about the attunement between the therapist the client, Mother Earth, and a higher spiritual part of ourselves. So in my book, The Sacred Path of the Therapist, I really do integrate modern healing with ancient wisdom, leading to accelerated client transformation. So it's a great book for therapists to read. I give specific techniques as to how to integrate this, but also for people who just want to know about the options out there for healing. And I do believe that as we continue to grow and accelerate our consciousness as a species, then therapy has to follow. It has to to be right there 
in that same range of energy and frequency and awareness as where we are evolving as a human species. Goodness, all amazing and congratulations. We have to, first of all, let, before we dive deeper into the book, tell people how we can find it to find you, establish, uh, you know, your website and, uh, of course, your phone number, any form of contact. Sure. Well, my website is drirenesiegel.com. So that's D-R-I-R-E-N-E-S-I-E-G-E-L.com. And you get to my website where you see my classes and my services. And then my phone number is 631-547-5433. I'm part of an integrative center. So we offer a variety of services that are very much about healing and awakening consciousness. Beautiful. Wow. So, I mean, this book is good for anyone, but to dive a little bit deeper, obviously, about your background and your skill, um, you know, what would you say, you know, what are people getting out of this book? What have people said? Unfortunately, I didn't get a copy. I didn't get to read it. So, um, but I will have to send you a copy. I appreciate it. So, (laughs) you know, give us some examples of the the feedback from the book so far. Well, from therapists that have read it, they love it. I mean, so many have said to me, you're putting language to something that I know to be true, but I haven't had the language. And I give specific tools and techniques for therapists as to how to weave in transpersonal technique into the therapy itself. So I've gotten great feedback from therapists who get a hold of the book. And as a result of that, I've done Zoom presentations in Australia. I have students that come to me from all over the world, not just all over the United States, in Canada, Israel, Australia, South America. Um, So it's been really very, very exciting for me. So when therapists read the book, they're actually given tools. They're given some meditations that they can use on their own. And in the front of the book, I think it's on page 11, if anybody reads that, I have a link to some meditations that I actually have done, audio meditations that they could listen to and will help them develop their own transpersonal skills. For people who are not therapists, I think it still gives them a language to talk about what they want and what they need to connect to in therapy. So with my own clients, when they come in and we start working in these transpersonal ranges, which is a range of coherent energy where awakening spiritually and healing traumatic issues go side by side. And they start to realize that this is happening out there. Sometimes I'll get calls and um, if, if I don't have an opening, someone will say, well, can you tell me who else works this way? And so what I've actually been doing is I've been doing training programs for therapists where I teach them some of the skills that I use through meditation and imagery. And then I do consultation groups for them so they can learn how to implement it. And for others, when they come to my meditation classes, which I I have some pretty in-depth classes, they start to learn to do this healing work through the meditation process. And it's all about energy and frequency and awakening and awareness. And from those ranges, people develop much greater awarenesses than they can from the position of their negative beliefs about themselves and their world. So it's kind of lifting them up out of the negativity 
and into a more expanded awareness where they can start to view their own life and their own issues from a place of spiritual wisdom rather than from just their place of pain. And it accelerates the healing process. Beautiful. This is exciting work. Dr. Irene Siegel joining us. Remind us of all the ways we can contact you, please. You can go to my website, DrIreneSiegel.com. You can give me a call at 631-547-5433. My email address is IreneSiegel at me.com. So those are a variety of ways. But I would suggest if you're interested in doing some training with me or learning how to meditate and how to utilize these skills, go right to my website. I also do free guided meditations once a month. I started this actually at the beginning of COVID. It was such a need for people to connect. I was doing weekly free guided meditations on Friday nights. And then as the pandemic eased, I went to every other week. And now I've been doing it once a month and I keep doing it because people show up. So during the pandemic, I was getting large crowds like you know, I was getting like 80 90 people signing up for my free meditations and and then it's lessened only because people are taking their life back which I think is a wonderful thing but I keep offering it for anybody that wants to benefit and it's always about personal and planetary healing got it well thank you so much and what else did you want to share with your listeners and your audience today about your book about the work you're doing again since I missed last week's show I'm not sure what you already covered <laughs> yeah well in, in terms of the work I'm doing, I've, I've taken training of therapists to another level. I started teaching a course called EMDR as a Transpersonal Therapy, a Cross-Cultural Perspective, where East meets West. So I've done it a couple of times in Hawaii, bringing in wow. an authentic Hawaiian high priestess oh my goodness. to teach us about Hawaiian culture and take us to sacred sites and to do ceremony and then we bring that into an EMDR process where I train therapists as to how to work in the energy field with their client. So it had to be canceled one time because of a volcanic eruption. It had to be canceled again because of the pandemic and I am working now hard to schedule it again for 2024, hopefully in April. So I want to move this forward. I want to push this forward. I think it's time for professionals in any of the healing modalities to learn how to access a range of energy that becomes part of the shared field that they bring their client into. And there's no right or wrong for the client. They can connect to it. They could be aware of it or not. But in either case, the therapist learns how to be the tuning fork. For the energetic frequency that's held in the field mm -hmm. and as a result of that healing does accelerate so I teach therapists how to bring in what I call cosmic interweaves there's, some, there's something in the field called called cognitive interweaves where we try to help a client get unstuck so if a client comes in and they feel as if they're not good enough because they went through some early sexual trauma and they feel they're not good enough. And then I will say to them, well, if so-and-so in your life went through it, would you think they're not good enough? And they would say no. And that's a cognitive interweave to get them unstuck. But a cosmic interweave is when within the imagination, and EMDR uses bilateral stimulation, 
I use instead of eye movement because EMDR stands for eye movement desensitization and reprocessing so instead of using eye movement I actually use bilateral music with headphones and the music goes from ear to ear and when my clients do that they have the option of closing their eyes and if they close their eyes I close my eyes and we sit quietly in that space of attunement and resonance while they are processing their trauma and it's a beautiful experience it's a flowing experience and many clients have come out of it saying to me I just realized God loves me and if God loves me I must be lovable even if this horrible trauma happened to me that that didn't change who I am as a person and they start to then actually perceive themselves as beings of light and for some this can be very new and they look at me as if they're saying to me do you think I'm crazy but I never think they're crazy and I'll just say well how does it feel and they'll say well it feels fine so we'll go deeper into that and I will have them use their imagination to bring in color or patterns or possibly inner guides or teachers that could help them through their healing process but I only do it when a client is open to that and ready for that I never do it if it's not the client's language if it's not the client's belief system but what I do do is I hold myself in that state of resonance and that's what I describe in my book the sacred path of the therapist I talk about how the therapist is the tool the therapist isn't just utilizing a technique the therapist is embodying the energy of higher awareness and the client can choose to join them there or not or, join them there. Yeah. But it, it can be a very beautiful experience. Amazing. And by the way, uh, Dr. Irene Siegel, that's Dr. Irene, I-R-E-N-E, Siegel's S-I-E-G-E-L. Just want to remind everyone who we are talking to. If you are just tuning in and, you know, this, you do so much as a speaker, as a doctor, as a listener. And that, I mean, there's so many different modalities. If you go to the website, the EMDR we spoke about, <clears throat> um, meditation's important to you. Um, there's a lot to the work you do. And I love that it's um, integrative right because yes. it's not just one approach and I think that's always important speaking to people because some for example my son has a neck problem he's eight right so it's been bothering him a lot I go to the regular doctor with him last week because he can't play football the helmet hurts him mm -hmm. and uh, long story short I said well what about a chiropractor or what about a massage absolutely not I don't know chiropractors and I'm like why, why are you so adamant I you know I talked to my friend who's a physician assistant he says I go to the chiropractor all the time. It's amazing. But she was so adamant. Do not send them to the chiropractor. It's bad for them. And I'm like, but oh, no. is it really? Like, How do you say that? You know, and as a physician, I was shocked. She said that not maybe I don't agree with this, but maybe that could help. So I'm a firm believer in giving people um, alternatives because you should try every modality. Why not? I mean, you never know what can work. So I oh, just wanted to bring that up. I just, I love that about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you know what, as part of an integrative center, I've been around practitioners for many, many years that work all, not, not even alternatively, but integratively you know, in working through the energy system. And even what I present in my book, it, you don't have to be an EMDR therapist to benefit from the tools that I present in the book. You could be any kind of therapist as long as you allow for the silent space. And it's in those silent spaces that transformation happens. So in 
the integrative environment that I work in, one of the sayings that we've always been working with is heal the person, heal the planet. You work to heal the client. So, and healing to me goes far beyond just reducing symptoms. Got it. And also, uh, if someone does, you know, have, you know, questions, you offer initial free consultation, right? Well, what I offer is they can read a lot on the website. Mm -hmm. Um, If they call me, I'll talk to them about EMDR. It's not really a consultation. They would have to come into the office for a consultation, but I'm happy to talk to them about EMDR. If I don't have room in my practice, I always try to refer. Um, I am doing my best to train other therapists, and I had recently put together this uh, three-stage process masterclass in transpersonal psychotherapy. So I really want to get it out there. I want other practitioners to be trained so that people don't have to look so hard someone who works the way that I work. That's right. Do the group therapy, the individual. And I know we've been talking at the beginning of the show about the sacred path of the therapist, her book. Uh, But one of many, you have other books too, right? (laughs) Well, I, I have a book that I wrote after my first journey to South America to work with an authentic Incan healer. Yes. And that's called the Jag- Eyes of the Jaguar. Jaguar, was, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was about, that was many, many years ago. It was about my first journey and I've oh, okay. done many journeys since then. But I've written professional articles that have shown up in journals mm-hmm. and I have an article coming out in the near future where I talk more, spe- even more specifically about how I work with energy and where this comes from in terms of ancient wisdom traditions. So I've been slowly putting the work out there and being really direct about why we need to do this and how we need to do this and how we're at a cycle in time according to the Mayans, the Incans, the Egyptians, we're, at, we're, we're within a cycle of time where awakening is happening and we are consciously changing our consciousness as a species at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So. People heard, I'm sure, the end of 2012, the Mayan calendar, the end of time. Everyone panicked. They said, oh, my God, this means the end of the world. That's not what it meant at all. It meant it was the end of limited thinking Uh and linear time and space. And we're expanding our thinking. And I think even a year from now, we're going to see many more changes in the health field, in mental health, in our personal consciousness many changes on our planet that can feel disruptive initially, but ultimately can lead us into what's called the golden age. You know, this age where we are coming from a higher level of awareness and consciousness, and we need that now on our planet. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. We still have uh, eight minutes left in our show today with Dr. Irene Siegel. What else did you want to cover for today? Well, I thought maybe I could also talk a little bit about the difference between um, curing versus healing. Sure. That, um, you know, people come into my office and they want to get rid of their symptoms, and usually they do. But in, in, in what I've learned from these ancient wisdom traditions is that a cure and a, and a healing process is not necessarily the same. So I have had clients that have come in because they're struggling emotionally with physical disorders that they have. Um, People have come in with different forms of cancer or fibromyalgia and that kind of thing. And with EMDR, we can work on the emotional issues related to them and 
many times I see a reduction in those symptoms mm -hmm. or an elimination of the symptoms, but sometimes not. Sometimes there's a, there's a larger purpose for this journey mm -hmm. where many clients have said to me, I, have, I came to you to heal my trauma or I came to you to heal my physical illness by trying to dig out the emotional traumas related to my illness. But what I'm realizing is that my healing is about learning that I'm on a spiritual path, that this is part of my journey. And I can't tell you how many clients have said to me, now I see why I needed to go through the trauma. This was my doorway to opening consciousness. But I had one client one time who came in, she had been struggling with lung cancer. She wanted to work at the deeper on the deeper issues, which we did, but it took her very, very deep within herself. Cancer went into remission. At some point it came back and she said, I don't want to go through any more chemotherapy. Maybe this is my time to transition because she'd become so spiritually aware. She realized that death is just a transition. And so we shifted our focus and we worked on what that means to her to leave the planet at this particular time. And she felt by the end of therapy, prior to her death, that she was healed, mm -hmm. even though her physical symptoms were not healed. So she said to me, and I bring her up because she said to me at the end of our process together, she goes, you have to promise me you're gonna write a book about our therapy. And I laughed and I said, I can't make that promise, but I promise you, I will find ways to tell your story. And so that is what I have done. It's a way of honoring her on her journey. And there are times when people come in for emotional trauma, and believe me, they can heal their emotional trauma, especially with EMDR, but they start to realize that the emotional trauma was the beginning of what they needed in order to start their path on their spiritual path. And actually that happened with me as well. So. I've always been meditating. I think I said to you in one of our podcasts, I feel like I was born meditating. I came out of the womb meditating. But I started working with teachers. I started working with inner guides. And then at one point, and this is going back many, many years, I was diagnosed with a form of breast cancer, which basically they took out the tumor and that was kind of the end of it. But I had to start to ask myself, what needs to change in me? Yeah in order to really go through a healing and not just get rid of the symptom of cancer. Yeah. And it took me deeper into my own meditation, looking more towards my own inner guidance. That's how I got involved in this whole program, Awakening Your Light Body, which is about an accelerated consciousness program. And I became a teacher for the organization Luminescence. And I had been teaching for about 30 years the program Awakening Your Light Body. It's a six month program with meditations from Luminescence. And it is an extraordinary program. So usually in October, I start the program, it goes for six months. And I it has changed my life, it's changed other people's lives. So I learned that my own health and healing had a lot to do with how I live my life and the belief systems that I live by. So what I've learned for myself, that's what I pass along to others on the path. So when it comes to my spiritual teaching, when it comes to my 
meditation classes because I teach that. I teach Monday nights the Native American Indian medicine wheel, the sacred medicine wheel. These are all about healing and transformation. So healing goes far beyond healing the stress and pain within us and takes us to a transformational place. So when somebody has a trauma, whether it's a health issue, whether there's some early childhood trauma, whether something happens traumatically, if they could either shrink and hide and retreat, or they could step up and say, let me heal this, never really expecting Mm -hmm. that where it's going to take them is someplace so far beyond the healing of their pain and into a whole other range of awareness. So I have seen it personally within myself. I've seen it personally with my clients, many clients over the years in their silent processing of working with their issues and using their imagination. They can spontaneously imagine themselves as a being of light. And, the, and they talk about it and they wonder to themselves, am I really crazy now? Have I really lost it? But I'll have them just stay with it. And if I'm comfortable with it, they're comfortable with it. And the insights and awarenesses that come about is amazing. Because once you change the range of consciousness that you live by, It changes not only how you feel about yourself, it changes how you see yourself in your world, and it changes how you bring yourself into your world. Yeah. So I just love what I do because I see amazing things happen all the time, and I feel so grateful for that. All right. Well, Dr. Irene, remind us how we can reach out to you, please. My website is DrIreneSiegel.com. That's the best way to take a look at what I do and how I do it. I have links on that website for free guided meditations once a month, links to the classes that I teach. I teach the Sacred Medicine Wheel every month for four four sessions at a time Mm -hmm. in each direction of the Medicine Wheel. That's the best way. My contact information is on the site. My email is IreneSiegelAtMe.com. My phone number is 631-547-5433. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Pleasure having you back and looking forward to the next time we get to connect and enjoy your Labor Day weekend, okay? That extra day off, right? Thank you. Same We can all use it. Thank you. Enjoy. It's going to be a beautiful weekend out here on the island. Have a fantastic day. Thanks, hon. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. 
Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.